Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, best-selling author and CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. And you are listening to the High Impact Coaching Podcast, the podcast for coaches by coaches and designed to help coaches build and scale profitable coaching businesses so that they can get to the people around the world that really need them. On this podcast, you're going to have everything from tactics, live tactics and strategies. You're going to have motivational content. You're going to have interviews with the top experts in the world in different spaces to help you grow and scale your business and get to the thousands of people that need you. It's our belief that coaches are at the front of the spear when it comes to world change. And we want to make sure that you have all the resources that you need to get to the people that really need you. So that being said, if you need our help in any way, shape or form, feel free to go to Zan xanderfryer.com. We've got tons of other resources and support at xanderfryer.com. If you want to join our free Facebook community with thousands of other six-figure, multiple six-figure, and seven-figure coaches, you can go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help in the short term, coaching you one-on-one or mentoring you one-on-one to scale your coaching business to six figures in the next 90 days or taking it to seven figures over the next 12 months, go ahead and check out a couple of our programs at xanderfryer.com forward slash programs and feel free to set up a quick 15 minute call with our team to see what we can dig into, find what's not working in your business and see how we can help you scale to that next level. Other than that, I'll see you in the next episode. All right. How's it going, everybody? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here with uh, our very own chief business strategist, Cahal Walsh. Cahal is actually a longtime entrepreneur with a background in the education and leadership space. I mean, he was able to transition out of his professional career into the coaching space back in 2014, around 2014. So I'm really excited to bring Cahal on today and really dig into what it takes to build a professional, profitable professional coaching business. Cahal, welcome to the show, man. Thanks, Xander. <laughs> Always <laughs> awesome to talk to you. See you, see you live. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. So I think like, obviously I get to see you on a daily basis. So I know, I know the full story. I know how you got to the point where you're at right now. Um, but I'd love for you to just share a little bit of your background, you know, going from uh, a professional role to getting into more of the entrepreneurial world and obviously coaching and building your business and, and now transitioning and helping, you know, hundreds of coaches with us as well. So. Yeah, thanks, man. And, you know, I think, you know, for many of us, like I was in, I was in education for over 20 years and uh, I, you know, done my leadership training, my master's of education. And I was uh, working in, in school administration and just putting in like a ridiculous number of hours. And I was involved at senior level administration with, you know, leading teams of teachers and all of those good things. And it was very rewarding, but it was exhausting. And, you know, the impact I was having was seeming to be minimal at the end of the day, right? Yeah. In terms of, yeah. of what you can do. And uh, it got to a point around 2014 and I just, I kind of looked around at my peers that were, you know, 10 years older, 20 years older. And I just thought, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be here. I don't want to be that person. I don't, I just, I, I could see the toll it had taken. And, and I, I also like really believe that a lot of the, you know, skills and experience and education that I had, like had applications beyond yeah. the institution I was in. Right. And, and I wanted to, I wanted to explore that. So that was the impetus for me to, to make that shift. It's, it's so interesting. Cause that's almost like the exact reason why I left Cisco. Right. I was, I, I was making great money. I, you know, I had great customers, great clients. I was climbing the ladder, but literally what you mentioned, I, I, you know, after six years there, I saw the people above me and where I was headed. I saw my pathway and I was like, I'm already tired. I'm already exhausted. 
and I'm not doing things that I, I know are having the impact that I know I personally can have. I was like, I, if I keep going down this path, it only ends one way. Yeah. Right. So obviously at, at some point you have to kind of make that decision to leave. So yeah. you, you, you made this decision, you made this decision to, to leave uh, the professional space and, and start going down the, the more entrepreneurial path and, and coaching. Uh, tell me about that. Just give me a little bit of insight as you went down that path before we dig into some of these details. Yeah. And you know, business coaching is what I was drawn to. I'd, I'd had businesses as well and my education yeah. career, my private businesses that I, that I own. So, you know, I was, I wanted to combine my, you know, my business knowledge with my education, right. And, and be able to really help coach aspiring entrepreneurs and business yeah. owners, especially in the health space and the, in the fitness space for me and help them really build their businesses. And it yeah. really was a perfect fit. And I, you know, I, I really discovered that I, I think, and I think this is true for many professionals, we really underestimate how applicable our, our education and skills are in the layperson's world when you have the opportunity to, to share yeah. those in a coaching capacity. So when you, when you made that jump, what, like, were there any fears for you or like, I just know you as the fearless Kahal. So like, obviously <laughs> like, t tell me about it. Were there any fears for you making this jump into the entrepreneurial world? Cause I think there's a lot of professional coaches out there that, you know, maybe, maybe we've been in our, our, corporate spot too long. Maybe our corporate, our, our golden handcuffs are too big. It's, it's scary for a lot of professional coaches to really make the jump and, and, you know, do that full time. Yeah. yeah I, I wasn't, I wasn't that concerned myself. I know that all people around me though, were they like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, you're only 20 what are you, years What are you doing? Like what's going on? You know? Yeah. So, um, you know, it definitely was a surprise, but I you know personally myself, I've, I've always moved on after about three years in anything I've done, you know, whether yeah. it was moving to a different, you know, um, uh, school or moving to a different yeah. uh, institution or. That's, that's good to know. How long have we been working together, Carl? Yeah, like, about two and a half years. Do I, do I need to keep a time? But yeah, so I, I always had that desire to kind of do something different anyway. So that was, this was pretty common for me. Yeah. Um, but was new for me was actually going exclusively into the online space and being able yeah. to have that, have that impact there. You know? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Um, so uh, before we dig into professional coaching and I, I really want to dig into like, you know, the principles that allow a professional coach to go full time, you know, being complete control of their own, uh, you know, financial future and destiny. Um, why, why now? Why is it so important for, you know, professional coaches right now to really get their businesses up and running? It's, you know, with the market and the industry and everything going on. Yeah. Well, I, I think we've obviously seen a huge spike in desire for coaching. You know, the, yeah. this industry has really exploded in the last you know number of years. And even this year, like with the whole pandemic and everything, we've seen an, an even greater increase in desire. Yeah. People out there are in transition. They're in, they're looking for new careers. They're looking for improving their personal development and health. They're looking for transformation in a variety of areas of their life. And they're looking for coaching. Yeah. Now, whenever there's a demand, someone's going to step up and fill that void. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not always the best qualified and most suitable people that are taking yep. the lead right now. And what pains me the most, Sander, is, you know, we know in, uh, in our, in our own, you know, environment of, of coaching, we see what happens. Like so many people are stepping into leadership and coaching roles that are 
not yet qualified to be really doing those. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, and, and here well, you the people and the people that are qualified aren't doing anything. Well, that's the bigger challenge is like, you know, we have these coaches out there that are, you know, potential coaches, I should say that have, you know, incredible experience and education behind them. Yeah. And they feel like it's not enough or they feel like they need to do more or they feel yeah. like they're quite ready to do this. And yet there's other people that are, you know, going head and shoulders into this. They went, they went, they went to one Tony Robbins conference and now all of a sudden they are the coach. <laughs> I think that's the most unfortunate part is that not enough professional coaches or coaches with professional capabilities are willing to just take the leap and say, yeah, let's do it. Let's like, yeah. let, I'm going to do this because people need me to do this because I'm qualified to do this. I have the expertise and the experience to really make a difference. Yeah. So, you know, that's what I, I see as the most, you know, unfortunate thing I think in the space right now, we're, we're, we're flooded with people that wake up at 18 years of age and decide they want to be a life coach, which is <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But then you have someone who's 35 years of age and has a, a lifetime of experience in business or, or education yeah. or whatever it might couple, be. A couple decades worth of experience and, 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 and then they're hesitant to like, yeah. To, why? So what, let me ask you this. Why do you think they wait? Why are they hesitant? Why won't they put themselves out there? I think, well, as we know, like we're, we're, we're conditioned by our environment. Right. And I think that we've been conditioned in professional space careers for the longest time to really value stability and security. It's like the be all and yeah. end all and risk adverse is something that most professional people are, you know, they want that stability. I think what's happened in the last year, especially has really shaken the foundation of that. I think people are starting to realize that there is no stability and security. Yeah. And I need to really control my own personal. Well, I, I think that's huge, right? It's like the, the safe and stable route we're now realizing yeah. is not safe or stable. Yeah. And, and if you don't take control over your, your own financial future, rather than putting it in somebody else's hands, you're never going to be safe or stable. 100% man. And you know, and I think that you know, I saw something recently on a, on, a, on a post on a social media site and it was just like someone had written down, you know, never again will I, you know, put my family in this situation. You know, as someone who had just been recently let go from a company where they were an executive for 15, 20 years and like literally like that it's over and it's done. And yeah. now they're scrambling to figure out next steps. So I think that's the other part of this too. I think that for a lot of professionals, they feel like it's an either or yeah. situation, right? They have to quit their quit their day job or quit their executive position or quit their corporate job to, to do this coaching. And, you know, there's a great little piece written a few years ago called the, the power of and and the, and the tyranny of or. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the whole premise of it is that basically we live in a society where you don't have to do either or. You can yeah. do both. You know, you can keep your corporate job. You can keep your professional life and you can build a very healthy five to 10 K a month coaching business with the right systems and the right tools, right? So I think it's just that willingness to see things differently and recognize there is a better way and a new way to, to launch these types of businesses. And then, and then when you feel ready and you feel really called, you can, yeah. you can go full in on it. Go full in on it, exactly. And for most of our clients that we work with at High Impact Coaching that come from the corporate background or professional background, that's exactly what they do. Yeah. You know, this is a long plan for them, they, but they want proof of concept. They want a system. Yeah. That's working. Right? Well, I think of, I think of like Josiah right now, who's like, who's making 10 K a month and is nine to five. But you know, over yeah. the last three months, he's finally got himself up to that, like eight to 10 K a month yeah. in his coaching business. And he's like, 
oh crap, like I can actually choose. What do I want to do right now? Because it's not a matter, it's not a matter of whether or not I can support my wife and my two kids. It's like, yes. I, I have everything I need. So now I actually just get to choose without having, having to face an or, like you mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent, man. Love I, think that. that's, I think that's huge, you know, for, 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 and you know, I think also just the, the value association with coaching is some, sometimes not fully understood by most professionals as well, yeah. who have been, you know, conditioned to have a transactional value attached to what they do with an hourly rate or something like that. So yeah. there's some sort of um, a gap of understanding there as well. Yeah, tell, tell me about that, because I think that's a big transition. I think that's been a big transition in, in the marketing of coaching and the, and the promoting of coaching that I think a lot of professional coaches don't understand. Can you explain that a little bit to me? Yeah, well, you know, I think that in most fields, you know, if you look at like counseling or, or any of the professional fields that are, you know, I would say aligned with like a coaching delivery of, of yeah. sort where you're helping someone. Like, a, like a service. Yeah. Idea. yeah. So they're, they're, they're pretty well based on a transactional model of pricing where people buy time, whether it's an, a session, an hour. You spend, you spend an hour with me, it sessions. costs this yeah. amount. Yeah. yeah. And even those people that who have, who have more of like, packaged or, or, or plans they're usually just a combination of hours put together yeah and, yeah and you know the reality is is that most people don't want to buy your time as a coach like they want to buy an outcome they want to buy a solution right to their problems and you know no one's waking up in the middle of the night saying you know i need six and a half hours with xander right right Except aspen your dog perhaps but maybe uh, maybe maddie my wife yeah <laughs> right. but you know but they're waking up going you know you know i'm stuck in this career i need to get out of it i'm done with it i need to change or i can't handle this anxiety and depression that i've been having anymore i need to change they're looking for a solution yeah so when and then this this is it's going to seem like a subtle shift with your pricing but it's actually a major paradigm shift for for the business when coaches stop selling time and they start a lot their pricing with the value that they bring to their audience, not only will they get paid what they're worth, but their clients will be willing to invest at a much higher level because they associate that investment with an outcome. With an outcome rather than like, I, I don't know why this always takes me back to like having to like sit and talk therapy for 10 years to overcome something. It's like, right. you're just, you're just doing, you're just spending money and you know, dollar after dollar after dollar versus like, Oh, like you can actually help me achieve an outcome. For well, and, and it also provides the coach with flexibility on what that looks like because they're no longer attached to one-to-one -one transactional time yeah. for dollars, right? Yeah. And then the, I guess the kicker with all of it is that the clients actually get better results because they're invested, right? They're invested in the outcome at a higher level. So, yeah. you know, the, one of the challenges professional coaches face is they, they have these hourly rates and they might have a higher hourly rate than most people, but it's still just giving someone one, two or three sessions and it's yeah. not really scalable, right? At, at that at that level. So, you know, that, that's kind of the big shift for a lot of professional coaches is understanding their so, true. Yeah. Talk to, let, let's give some examples here. Like what's, what are a couple of good examples? Maybe obviously you've worked with a, a lot of our clients. Like what are some good examples of like what a, a package could look like and be priced like? Yeah. Like what, what, you know, and it depend, you know, in most, in most of the, uh, well, we don't have any coach right now that's I think charging less than much less than 3000 dollars for like an eight to 12 week kind of program right yeah. so depending on the space anywhere from three to 15k you know depending yeah. on what they're offering and how they're structuring it but certainly like in the in the leadership space the career executive space the business you know coaching space you know five to five to ten to fifteen thousand for eight to twelve week programs is kind of the norm you know yeah. and, and that and i'm only talking about front-end programs i'm not talking about obviously 
yeah. upgrade or extension programs or longer term programs if you do work with a client for a year or, or, or what have you. So, you know, it goes up from there, but you know, certainly. Especially you know, when you're getting into the corporate space as well. We've had yeah. clients charging 25, 35, 50 K. Oh, of course. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're, and we're talking about individuals at this point, but yeah, if, you're, if you work with like, you know, in, in the B2B model with actual, you know, corporations as well, like that can even increase dramatically, you know, as well yeah. as working with executives at that higher level also. Right. So, yeah. No, that's super helpful. Um, so, so let me ask you this. What, are, what do you see being some of the biggest mistakes? And I, we've touched on a handful of them, but what do you see being some of the biggest mistakes that uh, you know, some of the professional coaches out there might make that's preventing them from taking this full time? Um, you know, it's a, it's a cliche thing to say, but, you know, get out of your own way, right? I think yeah. that, you know, the, the problem... No, we don't, we don't have our own issues. Like One yeah. of the greatest... I think one of the greatest gifts and, and, you know, benefits that uh, professional, you know, professionally trained and educated and, and coaches have is that they're very good at analyzing. They're very good at, yeah. you know, going deep into thought about situations and finding solutions. The problem is, is that deep analysis can sometimes cause them to be hesitant to actually act themselves in their own best yeah. interest to move forward. So like certainly perfection, a, perfection paralysis, perfection paralysis is a big one. I think also just a, a, a disconnect with understanding what their real value is because oftentimes many professional coaches have been experts in their area for so long. They forget how valuable what they know and what they can do is. It yeah. seems like it's, oh, well, this can't be worth that much. It's just, well, it's part of, I think part of it too, is they're used to being told their value by somebody else. Well, and there's, that's the other part, right? Is like the, they've had that at, attached to them. But uh, so those are some of the, those are some of the big ones. And I think also just that societal um, expectation of, Hey, you know, you're already, you already made it. You're already a professional doing what you're doing. You shouldn't take that leap or you shouldn't step out of that and be something else. Right. So you know, there's all those kinds of factors, I guess, that play into it. What we do see, though, is the ones who do take the leap, who do take that, make that shift, certainly find reward in it, you know, because for any coach that's listening right now, that's professional, that's, you know, been at what they're doing for a number of years and know that they got something else inside them, something else that's waiting to get out. Um, yeah. You know, this is the year to do it. Like, it really is. Like, it's uh, everything is available to you to be successful. Yeah, never, never been an easier time to become an entrepreneur and actually get your business up and running. So, yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Any any last thoughts that you have for for the uh, you know the professional coaches out there? I think you know you kind of hit it on the nose, but in my opinion, this industry is is growing rapidly right now, and yeah. I want to make sure uh, I want to make sure that the right people are stepping up. Like you mentioned, the, yes. the demand is increasing drastically. Um, yeah. We want to make sure that the right people are stepping up to make sure that they fill that yeah. demand to really get people the outcomes they deserve. Yeah, I, I would just actually yeah I would leave on that. Like we we desperately need leaders and excellent coaches to enter into this space. And, you know, just because you're not a marketer or a salesperson, because that's not your expertise, you're yeah. expert at what you do. Wasn't, wasn't my expertise when I started. Wasn't your expertise when you started. Exactly. So, you know, be willing to learn those marketing and sales and, and those systems that you need on the business end of things so that yeah. you can fully like be a leader in this space because we need really good coaches to step up and be leaders and have impact and, uh, and, you know, not getting the support that you need to do that is not just holding you back, but it's actually not serving the people who need you the most. So, um, yeah, I'd, I'd invite all coaches that are in that space right now, whether they're, they're contemplating that to really give some serious, um, uh, reflection on that, on that whole idea. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you for that, Kahal. 
Um, that being said, I want to, I want to go ahead and thank you, Cajal, for, for coming on today and running through this with us. I think it's going to be really pertinent, especially in the upcoming, uh, you know, 12, 18, 24 months, uh, where we're going for, for everybody out there. I want to, I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast at Apple Podcasts. It's the High Impact Coaching Podcast. And for more coaching and training like this, go ahead and go to our website. Go to xanderfryer.com and you can check out a lot of our free content and training there as well. Call. thanks again, man. This was great. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Xander.